0: The action of manipulating something in a skillful manner. The action of manipulating someone in a clever or unscrupulous way. Psychological manipulation is a type of social influence that aims to change the behavior or perception of others through indirect, deceptive, or underhanded tactics by advancing the interests of a manipulator, often at another's expense. Such methods could be considered exploitative and devious. Social influence is not necessarily negative. For example, people such as friends, family, and doctors can try to persuade to change clearly unhelpful habits and behaviors. Social influence is generally perceived to be harmless when it respects the right of the influenced to accept or reject it, and is not unduly coercive. Depending on the context and motivations, social influence may constitute underhanded manipulations. According to the psychology author George K. Simon, successful psychological manipulation primarily involves the manipulator concealing aggressive attentions and behaviors and being affable knowing the psychological vulnerabilities of the victim to determine which tactics are likely to be the most effective and having sufficient level of ruthlessness to have no qualm about causing harm to the victim if necessary consequently the manipulation is likely to be accomplished to covert aggressive means If you've ever felt like something is off in a close relationship or a casual encounter, you are being persuaded, controlled, or even feel like you're questioning yourself more than usual, it could be manipulation. Manipulation is an emotionally unhealthy psychological strategy used by people who are incapable of asking for what they want and need in a direct way. People who are trying to manipulate others are trying to control others. There are many different forms of manipulation, ranging from a pushy salesperson to an emotionally abusive partner, and some behaviors are easier to spot than others. Manipulative behavior involves three factors—fear, obligation, and guilt. When you're being manipulated by someone, you're being psychologically coerced into doing something you probably don't want to do. You might feel scared to do it, obligated to do it, or feel guilty about not doing it. There are two common manipulators the bully and the victim. A bully makes you feel fearful and might use aggression, threats, and intimidation to control you. And the victim, engenders a feeling of guilt in their target. The victim usually acts hurt. While manipulators often play the victim, the reality is that they are the ones who have caused the problem. A person who is targeted by manipulators to play the victim often tries to help the manipulator in order to stop feeling guilty. Targets of this kind of manipulation often feel responsible for helping the victim by doing whatever they can to stop their suffering. The term gaslighting is often used to identify manipulation that gets people to question themselves, their reality, their memory, or their thoughts. A manipulative person might twist what you say and make it about them, hijack the conversation or make you feel like you have done something wrong when you are not quite sure you have. If you are being gaslighted, you might feel a false sense of guilt or defensiveness, like you failed completely or must have done something wrong, when in reality that is not the case. Manipulators blame. They do not take responsibility. How you react to manipulation depends on a large part on what kind of a manipulation you are facing. If you think you or someone you know is in a manipulative or even abusive relationship, experts suggest seeking help from a thre- from a therapist or using hotlines. A good support group can help too. People in toxic relationships need to hear counterpoints somewhere. They are conditioned to think that the interactions are normal. Someone needs to help them break out of that assumption. Observe. Do not absorb. You are not responsible for anyone else's feelings but your own. In a manipulative situation, it can also help to delay your response. For example, refrain from signing a contract on a first glance. Do not make a large purchase without thinking it through and avoid making major relationship decisions the first time they are brought up. Sleeping on it is often the best solution to being manipulated. Controlling someone or something to your advantage, often unfairly or dishonestly. The control of someone or something in order to get an advantage of an unfairly or dishonestly. Psychological manipulation can be defined as the exercise of undue influence through mental distortion and emotional exploitation, with the intention to seize power, to control, for benefits or privileges at the victim's expense. It is important to distinguish healthy social influence from psychological manipulation. Healthy social influence occurs between most people and it is part of a give and take of a constructive relationship in psychological manipulation. One person is used for the benefit of another. The manipulator deliberately creates an imbalance of power and then exploits the victim to serve his or her agenda. Not everyone who acts in the following manners may be deliberately trying to manipulate you. Some people simply have very poor poor habits. Regardless, it is important to recognize these behaviors in situations where your rights, your interests, and your safety are at stake. Number 1, home court advantage. A manipulative individual may insist on you meeting and in interacting in a physical space where he or she can exercise more dominance and control. This can be a manipulator's office, home, car, or other spaces where he or she feels ownership and familiarity and where you lack them. Number two, let you speak first to establish your baseline and look for weaknesses. Many salespeople do this when they prospect you by asking you general and probing questions. They establish a baseline about your thinking and your behavior from which they can then evaluate your strengths and weaknesses. This type of questioning with hidden agenda can also occur at the workplace or in a personal relationship. Number 3. Manipulation of facts Lying, excuse-making, two-faced, blaming the victim for causing their own victimization, deformation of the truth, strategic disclosure or withholding of key information, exaggeration, understatement, one-sided bias of issue. Number 4. Overwhelming you with facts and statistics Some individuals enjoy intellectual bullying. By presuming to be the expert and most knowledgeable in certain areas, they take advantage of you by imposing alleged facts, statistics, and other data you may know little about. By presuming expert power over you. The manipulator hopes to push through her or his agenda more convincingly. Some people use this technique for no other reason than to feel a sense of intellectual superiority. Number five, overwhelm you with procedures and red tape. Certain people use bureaucracy, paperwork, procedures, laws, and bylaws, committees, and other roadblocks to maintain their position in power while making your life more difficult. This technique can also be used to delay fact finding and truth seeking, hide flaws and weaknesses, and evo- avoid scrutiny. Number six, raising their voice and displaying negative emotions. Some individuals raise their voice during discussions as a form of aggressive manipulation. The assumption may be that if they project their voice loudly enough or display negative emotions, you will submit to their coercion. And give them what they want. Number seven, negative surprises. Some people use negative surprises to put you off balance and gain a psychological advantage. This can range from lowballing in a negotiation situation to a sudden profession that he or she will not be able to come through and deliver in some way. Typically, an unexpected negative information comes without warning. Number eight, giving you little or no time to decide. This is a common sales and negotiation tactics where the manipulator puts pressure on you to make a decision before you are ready by applying tension and control onto you. It is hope that you will crack and give in to the aggressor's demands. Number nine, negative humor, designed to poke at your weaknesses and disempower you. Some manipulators like to make critical remarks, often disguised as humor or sarcasm, to make you seem inferior or less secure. Examples can include any variety of comments ranging from your appearance, to your older model smartphone, to your background and credentials, to the fact that you walked in two minutes late and out of breath. Number 10. Consistently judge and criticize you to make you feel inadequate. Distinct from the previous behavior, where negative humor is used as cover, here the manipulator outright picks on you. By constantly marginalizing, ridiculing, and dismissing you, he or she keeps you off balance and maintains her superiority. The manipulator focuses on the negative without providing genuine and constructive solutions or offering meaningful ways to help. Number 11. The Silent Treatment by deliberately not responding to your reasonable calls, text messages, emails, or other inquiries, the manipulator presumes power by making you wait and intends to place doubt and uncertainty in your mind. The silent treatment is a head game where silence is used as a form of leverage. Number 12, pretend ignorance. This is the classic playing dumb tactics. By playing, he or she doesn't understand what you want or what you want her to do. The manipulator's passive aggressiveness makes you take on what is his or her responsibility and gets you to break a sweat. Some children use this tactic in order to delay, stall, and manipulate adults into doing for them what they don't want to do. Some grown ups use these tactics as well when they have something to hide or an obligation they want to avoid. Number 13 guilt baiting. Example unreasonable blaming. Targeting recipients' soft spots, holding another responsible for the manipulator's happiness and success or unhappiness and failures by targeting recipients' emotional weaknesses and vulnerabilities. The manipulator coerces the victim into requesting unreasonable demands. And number 14 victimhood. Examples exaggerated or imagined personal issues, exaggerated or imagined health issues, dependency, codependency deliberate frailty to elicit sympathy and favor, playing weak, powerless, or martyr. The purpose of manipulative victimhood is often to exploit the recipient's goodwill, guilt-conscious sense of duty and obligation, or to protect the nurturing instinct in order to extract unreasonable benefits and concessions. Manipulation is often characterized as a form of influence that is neither coercion nor rational persuasion. But this characterization immediately raises the question, is every form of influence that is neither coercion nor rational persuasion a form of manipulation? If manipulation does not occupy the entire logical space of influences that are neither rational persuasion nor coercion, Then, what distinguishes it from other forms of influence that are neither coercion nor rational persuasion? If we think that moral arguments should proceed not merely by invoking our pro or con sentiments or appealing to our unargued intuitions, but instead by identifying objective facts about a situation that give us good reasons for condemning or approving certain things, then we would generally do much better to use a non-moralized sense of words like coercion, manipulation, and exploitation, a sense in which these words can be used to refer to such objective facts.